right. It's the MBM podcast. Too bad it wasn't actually Sunday afternoon, but uh, yeah, uh, we're finally here. We've messed around, and I have like, I think almost a half hour of audio that is almost solid gold, but I don't think anybody <laughs> is ever going to get to hear it. Um, we're actually live streaming this on the MBM podcast page as well as recording it. So that means if you're actually listening to it after you've downloaded it, yes, that means you can go back and probably find the video. Um, as long as Mike saves it to the page and doesn't delete it at the end of it. Wouldn't no, that? as long as we're not okay. over four hours, it'll stay. I highly doubt that's going to happen. We have the wonderful Banana Man himself, Captain Potassium. I'm stealing that one from Spike. I love it. <laughs> I freaking love it. And we have the one and only... Eric Jensen, and I'm trying to think of a catchy nickname for him, but I just can't think of it. <laughs> nope, still don't got it. A man oh, with I got a lot nicknames. of time on his I, hands. I, no, no, I got good nicknames for him, but they're definitely not. Yeah, well, that's show the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. We we try. I, <laughs> and, I, I shouldn't uh, say we. I tried to get most of the inappropriateness out of me before we started. <laughs> and what's interesting is is uh, where Eric is right now. Tell us where you are, Eric. Uh, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona for the uh, Desert Classic at uh, Hobby Action. And uh, you were giving us some stats there. How many uh, entries are you at right now? Uh, what did I say? It was 315 <laughs> with 772 drivers. That's oh, impressive. Boy. And how far are you through qualifying right now? Mm, I haven't even started qualifying. They're just oh, doing practice. Oh, you're just in practice. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my Yeah, God. they're doing, yeah. They just, like, they're on... The last seed practice round right now. Beautiful. And who are you all there yeah. with uh, from Team Live RC? Uh, just uh, Brandon Rohde and Bob Kendall. Right on. Do you guys having a good yep. time? Yeah, it's okay so far. It's practice. How's the bathrooms <laughs> there time. at the facility? <laughs> How's the? Oh, the facility's awesome. It's a no, no, new the, place. It's the bathrooms. Like the bathrooms. Oh, the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good now. They weren't working earlier. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the story is, but both bathrooms were closed. I had to go over to uh, uh, another establishment. No free plugs for them. No. Although um, I tried plugging them, but yeah. Some somebody must have let it must have let a grumpy out and shut down the washrooms there for a couple hours. Yeah. Oh, that's a good time. And Rick, you're yeah. uh, chilling out. Looks like in your kitchen or living room. Yeah, by the patio door. Patio door. I should get a big banner behind me. Yes, you should. A big, yeah, I am the banana man, Captain Potassium. We need to find somebody who's actually really good at singing and then take Piano Man and have them sing a, (laughs) sing me a, or make me some foams, Banana Man. Yeah. Make me stick well to the carpet. Yeah, I'll write it, but somebody else has got to sing it. (laughs) Me and Matt will get on the phone with each other. And we'll be talking about you, and then we just bust out into this yeah. song. <laughs> or just random stuff. I uh, keep yeah, going back funny. to the Piano Man and Banana Man, so I something's going to happen with it, whether or not it's somehow Mike and I figuring out how to manipulate my grotesque voice into something that's good for people's ears <laughs> in a singing format. You've got to do one of like those voiceover machines. Yeah, well, I'm sure we can figure out how to get this computer to do like auto-tune or something. Uh, Just got to got to so, write out like a minute and a half little <laughs> banana song. We uh, Rick, you guys uh, just held, uh, I believe it's the third Combinina. Combinina. No, it's the third. We did the first one, and the second one was at uh, Iowa. No, but it's Iowa, the second right? one in Wisconsin. Oh, 
Well, now we're getting technical. Well, technically, it's the second annual spring Gone Banana Skins Racing Challenge. You would know oh, this okay, if you came, but instead you stayed at home because you were afraid of the weather, which I found out today probably wasn't such a bad idea because you scared the <laughs> hell out of me a couple times. I'm like, holy oh, dude. man. It's awful when you're not in control of the, oh, your own buddy, vehicle, eh? buddy. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't it was die. bad. Like, it was zero visibility. Actually, it was like negative visibility. You couldn't see behind you, let alone in front of you. But that says something about our character because, see, when we get to the border and we let the border agent know what we're going to do in the United States, he goes, well, have fun with that because the I-75 is closed. And we're like, oh, really? And we drive by him and Mike's like, I'm sure we can find a way around it. And, well, we did. <laughs> um, most Canadians would have said, cool, I'm just going to turn around and go back home right now before I pay the bridge fee. No, 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 we're going to go. We got it. Yeah. We're Canadian. <laughs> oh, look, we got Mr. Jeff Ramos watching us live. Tom Napper and Mr. Jeff Stanford. Oh, it's Jeff. Shout outs. Yeah, yeah, Jeff gave me some tips too about building. I think he's calling you the dark one because you're so dark with your red plaid. I can take my hat yeah, off. Yeah, Spike doesn't... actually gave me that nickname. I, oh, oh, he is told that me you? once, but I don't remember why he called me that. <laughs> I don't know so, if yeah, anybody's so... been around you long enough and heard some of your jokes, maybe. Oh, man. So yeah, tell us probably. about the race, Rick. Tell us uh, how it went and your feelings and, you know, all that jazz. Uh, the Gun Bananas uh, Spring Challenge uh, was a really good turnout. Um, we had, like, <clears throat> 70 entries, right, Eric? No, 125. And 125 <laughs> entries and 67 people, I think. Um the program ran really smooth. Um, I was really pleased with the way everything turned out. So I'm looking forward to doing another one next year. You're also planning to return to uh, Iowa there, start collectible hobbies. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, that'll be uh, probably in end of November or middle of the, I mean, uh, yeah, November. Um, I, I want to try to get over to the hardwoods. Uh, middle of october i think that'd be a great facility to have a race to so might have yeah. to name it something different than the challenge but. well you can call it the south eastern whatever part of michigan gone banana racing skins <laughs> challenge <laughs> we're taking over really the world banana racing skins I, I was saying to mike i would love to see like a gone banana racing skins point series that has like three races throughout the year. One of them being at Marco, maybe one at Hardwoods and maybe one in Iowa. That'd be kind of fun. What have yeah, I just started? If people could afford to travel that. Yeah. Well, it's incentive. <laughs> they get, to, they get to hang out with True. us four cool guys. Yeah. Make it so that way. You got to make all three to qualify. <laughs> yeah. Iowa was great. That was a good time. I still can't believe that was in October, yeah. though. I know. So long ago. It feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't. I know. Health. I was just just getting better in health then, too. I wasn't 100% yet, but, yeah, now I'm kicking like a mule. <laughs> All so, that snow you've been shoveling. Oh, yeah. Makes me strong. Every day he's shoveling. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Every day I'm shoveling. So... Rick, I want to bring up a topic of conversation, and 
I, it kind of is what made me uh, think about bringing Eric in too because I, I love hearing Eric's opinion on things. Um, you had made a post, I think, last night about possibly changing the classes around. I'm just looking for that post now, wherever it is. Um, about, you know, kind of locking down the classes, changing kind of how things, you know, for motor, motor uh, classes and whatnot. Um, I guess what's kind of making you feel like you want to go in that direction? Um, I got a lot of sportsman's plaques and I figured the sportsman class was going to be kind of a big thing with, uh, especially with the Iowa's new track and, um, trying to get a little more organized, but I just put it out there as a feeler to see what people thought about it. 17.5, um, make Wheeler, uh, 13.5 class, um, Stadium truck 13.5 class. Most of the guys at Marker are always running 13.5s. I don't know so much in their mod mod trucks, but pretty much everybody runs 13.5s in a buggy. So, hmm. and if you race uh, sportsman, you can only race that class. And there might be a couple guys I'd like to race stadium truck. I I just don't want to make a sportsman class for everything out there. You know, just just. If you put a motor rule on it, I think it'd be better. I wonder if that's going to go to the live stream. What? <laughs> Eric just sent us a thing, and I opened it. <laughs> oh, you big silly no, man, no. you. Oh, it might. <laughs> oh, no, holy, that's not. a big banana. <laughs> that's what we thought. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can see that did uh, you, that's what she said. Did you know? <laughs> now I went and seen a nutritionist a couple of months ago because you know I wanted to, to figure right. out why I was so fat. And uh, <laughs> long story short, here I think I'm being a good person. You know, having a nice banana every day. You know, because you know bananas are supposedly healthy for you. They have potassium and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, apparently the Canada Food Guide states that a like a regular sized banana is like literally like five inches like five and a half it's like it's just it's a small little banana so like these monsters that you buy at the grocery store are like the equivalent to like two bananas so it's like great i had two bananas today technically that's four and then that's a whole lot of carbs anyway long story short is the banana that eric showed us is like friggin six. Oh, i gotta edit that <laughs> insert marker <laughs> insert marker ah that'll be easy to find i'm sorry folks i've had a couple of beer i'm feeling good and I know we normally try and be very well about our language, and sometimes, well, I forget. My apologies. Beg my pardon. <laughs> Stop um, So, yeah, so basically what you're saying, Rick, is is that you've, you've got a lot of leftover plaques from the sportsman class, so you're kind of seeing it as a class that not a lot of people are racing in. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I just thought I'd change the format, see what people thought about it, but if not, I'll just keep it the way it is. Uh, foam tires this time around um maybe i'll just run the same program it was pretty cool having 52 buggies there and all trying to get to the top spot so that was really pretty amazing to watch well see what we did at our track was like because of this whole stock and mod problem is we ran 17.5 open 13.5 blinky for stock and then mod was just do whatever you want as long as you can so drive you kind of were he's right as long as you could drive it so you could put a 10 five four and a half turn if you were brave enough in a two-wheel drive on carpet and you know it kind of was like one of those things where you kind of were able to please everybody 
but not have a 17.5, a 13.5, and then your mod. You know what I mean? Because then you end up just, you're racing for two and a half days just to try to get your heats in. You know, so that might be, you know, something to consider too and do the same thing kind of with stadium truck. Then, you know, and then what what we found people did was is they would take their 17.5 blinkies and put them into the mod class so they could run two classes, get more track time, and then either just run them in blinky mode or they would, you know, change their ESC programming to at least get a little bit of boost out of it. So that's something to think about too. I was thinking about it there when... uh, I saw that post. Then I commented on the post from my phone, not realizing that it would post as as your page because I'm part of that. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be awful. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Eric? Um, as far as, like, what classes should be run? Yeah, just an opinion. Um, I don't know. I, it, I guess my issue is our club has not run a stock class in more than a decade. We've always just had like our open rule book um, as far as motors and stuff because it's just it's way cheaper than running stock. Yeah. I mean, the, you, you look at all these places that run stock classes, even in off-road, these guys go out and they spend a ton of money getting the lightest drivetrain parts, mm-hmm. cutting the width of their gear train down inside the gearbox <laughs> to narrow the gears to less for less friction and lighter weight, and buying all the lightest parts – um, and then you got to have the best battery and the best motor of the week or of the month or whatever it is. It's just a lot of money. So, unfortunately, most tracks still run like a stock blinky mode class, like a 17.5 blinky mode. Um, so I guess my thought was, you know, Rick and I talked about it a little bit, and I, my thought was that maybe we'd get a little more turnout if we actually had a stock class of some sort because pretty much everybody else in the world runs it. Um, yep. Apparently, they like spending a lot of money. I guess. Wow. Um, this, just, just to let me um, butt in there for a second, Eric, and hold that yeah. thought is, is this brings us back to that age-old conversation that we've always had on the podcast: is what shouldn't stock racing be? How you get it out of the box, not cut gears and cut this and shave down that and cheese grater chassis and <laughs> no stock should be. You went to the store, it came in the box, you put it together, you put the motor in it for that class. And then you raced it. No mods. That, to me, is what stock racing should be. Kind of like the B5M factory light and uh, the TLR spec racer. Those would be your quote-unquote stock cars. They're lighter. They're more meant for that style of racing. I wish every manufacturer would just get on board with that. And I get it. That's asking a lot of the manufacturers, but at the same time, and again, you know, there's going to be aftermarket manufacturers that are going to be screaming, what are you doing? You're going to kill half of our income but at the same time i would really like to see a class where i can go buy a car off the shelf put a 17.5 in it and really the only difference is going to be what motor they're running what esc they're running and the driver not oh well i'm running mine out of the box and this guy has fifteen hundred dollars and hop ups in his i don't know there's been the places that have done like a, a spec class where they did that um where everybody had the exact same thing um that's happened before and you can do that, and usually what it comes down to is it still ends up being, well, okay, maybe everybody's got the same stuff, but this motor is slightly better than this one, or this one, this one battery slightly better than that one. Um, you know, I, I think what our club has done over the years is we kind of make our tracks so you can't have a lot of motor to begin with. 
which mm-hmm. just makes it, I don't know, it doesn't matter. You can run as much motor as you want. Most people aren't running anything more than, there's probably a few guys in our fast guys that are running an 8.5. Uh, but most of our fast guys are actually running 13.5s and putting some timing in it. Some of them don't, some of them do. Um, and we just, we don't create, we don't create tracks that have a lot of speed to them. Uh, they're generally a little bit slower, so it really doesn't matter. You throw all the motor in you want in it. If you can hang on to it, then great. You can hang on to it, but it's probably not going to. It's probably not helping you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're still going to end up with the same problems doing kind of what you're talking about, having a stock class and how it came out of the box. There's still going to be, you know, somebody's motor slightly better than the next. They have that problem in stock motor as it is. You know, even though everybody has to run this exact same yeah. motor, one might be slightly better. Or, you know, they're not limiting batteries. Somebody's got better batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they just got batteries last week and they got them broken in and that's it. Now they're perfectly good to go. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, the next guy's got one month old batteries and nope, they're already falling off. No, <laughs> and, and I get that aspect of it. But my thought process is when you talk about stock car racing, and I'm going to NASCAR in this situation, all the chassis, and I get it, so all the chassis are the same. The only difference is, is the engines, but then the engines also have certain restrictions to them. So it's just one of those things where, like, it'd be hard to do NRC because, you know, every manufacturer is a little different as far as their car. And I get where people say it's spec racing, but th- take the word stock out of it. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like them being called stock. And, and what I really hate is when they say it's a great entry level class. And I look at people and go, are you for real? You're going to expect somebody to go to the hobby shop buy, you know, the new TLR 4.0 and spec to race it in stock and not put, cut, like, no, no, that, that that's not a way to start. And I get it, it's a starting point because the motors are a slower turn. But if you guys have seen a Team Scream 17.5 out on the track compared to some other 17.5s, I'm sorry, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Like, no, no. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Wait until you see that that motor yeah. in in Joel's buggy there, Mike. You're gonna crap a brick. Oh, I bet. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading, I'm just reading some of the uh, comments here. I'm trying to watch it now. I know Tom Napper made a comment. He said, "I'm good with the same format as last weekend. Maybe add just seventeen five blinky buggy. I'm a mod guy. Not gonna spend the money for all that spec stuff." And then uh, who was it here? Jeff uh, Stanford was. Need mod buggy and mod stadium. Also a 17.5 buggy class, but also be a good good thing and bring in a bigger crowd. So just, you know, people throwing out their, their two cents. And I th- believe Rick is listening to it all. That's for sure. You know, I mean, it's something that uh, is going to take a little bit of time to make a decision on. And obviously, anytime you make a decision, you're going to make some people upset and other people are going to love you for it. It's life. Deal with it. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the way Rick has been running it in the sense of, like, <clears throat> it was kind of a run-what-you-brung situation to the track. See, it's, it's a double-edged sword because I agree with him wanting to make it, like, one stop. You know what I mean? Because in the instance, look at Iowa when I put the 13.5s in my cars before we even went. And the 13.5s mm-hmm. are great in both my cars, but because everybody else was running... Nine fives and seven fives. I just didn't have the jam on the straightaways. Whereas if everybody was on a thirteen five, then that would be a lot smaller of a gap. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. 
this is the part I think some of that is I think some of that is from uh, having a little more experience on certain tracks. You can get by with having more motor, but I think if you're showing up at a track, sometimes it's less to, better to go slow. So, but um, like I said, I'm just shooting an idea out there. I just if we have to, we could start a rookie class so they could run the rookies. But I'm trying to get some of these more people to show up with a 17.5 class or. It really doesn't have to get down to the best batteries, best motor. Just come with your whatever you got, 17.5s. Just trying to draw a bigger crowd. Um, we decided to add the rubber tire class this year to my race. Um, There's a bunch of guys from Rockford I was getting some feedback from, and they wanted to come run rubber tires. And so I kind of set up a rubber tire class. But after a few of them didn't show up that said they were coming, I'm just going to make it strictly foam tires. I could leave it open to open tires, and just you'll just have to run with uh, foam guys if you're going to run rubber. So. Yeah, yeah. You're I not see. saying you can't run rubber. You're just saying there's not going to be a class that specific is for it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what Rick's saying is, is don't wear your rubbers. No, go ahead. Wear your rubbers. <laughs> Don't be upset when you're not as quick. Uh, that's, that's I wouldn't the... show up. At, I I would never show up at a race sponsored by a foam tire manufacturer and not run foam tires. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't. It's like going to NASCAR with a with a I don't know an F1. It's just not going to work. I try. I tried rubber True. tires on my Wheeler, and I did not enjoy the. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you, Mike, just for grins, you need to put a pair of rubber tires on one of your cars. No, I don't and want just, to. I know it's going to suck. And dr- no, it's not that it sucks. <laughs> Driving the car is a completely different oh my. concept. <laughs> We're getting a show here now. What happened? <laughs> Letting her all hang out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Careful. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But I, yeah, like I tried. Um, oh, what happened? Oh, what happened? Oh, wrong one. That's why. Uh-huh. Um, like I tried uh, my Wheeler with the the rubber tires that I had kicking around for it, and like I said, it was it wasn't that different. Like I'm sure with a little bit, a couple more laps, I probably could have got closer to my foam tire speeds. But it's mm-hmm. just, it's so different. The things that you have to do to keep your car level with foam tires are drastically reduced with rubber tires. So you're mm-hmm. o- you're overcompensating. And that's what would have taken the longest to catch on to is just the, the difference in compensation because the rubber tire has that. Yeah. Anyway, I asked Dustin, Rick, I, I literally Dustin, took him off my car and I stuck him back in the bag and that's where they stayed. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Hamilton yeah, says, did. just run, just run the classes. No motor rules. I just say we have a big demo derby. <laughs> can, we, can we do a figure eight race? Oh man! Oh. Don't they do that at the? Uh, yeah, they do that at Snowbirds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were uh, we were talking to uh, uh, Casey today, and uh, he was telling us that he's trying to speaking of Snowbirds, is trying to get uh, Eric. I don't even know how to say his name right. Reichart. Yeah, Reichart. I think trying to get him uh, to come up in April to Casey's Spring Fling. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Yes, it would. Yeah, it'd be cool. He, you know, it's funny, uh, Eric. He was asking me about your uh, 
about how the video got set up for the. And I looked at him and I said, dude, there's like two <laughs> GoPros and video capture cards and a laptop. I said, man. I said, good luck with that. Oh, how- for uh, the. Yeah, the two camera stream we were doing. Yeah, 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 from Marka. So I got a little yeah. feedback for you on that, and I want to say it while we're recording because I will forget to tell you later. And for instance, like I know you had it set up where it would follow like the the leader, but it would be really interesting if you could set that same thing up to pick up on battles where two drivers are really really close together, and follow those because kind of what happened is is in the four wheel drive main that I was in with Ron Jackson is is toe cutter kind of broke out. And me and Ron were, you know, battling. Now, it worked out. Toe Cutter got so far ahead that by the time the camera was ready to switch, Ron and I were making our way through the camera. So you got to see a lot of our race. But I think it would just yeah. be another dynamic to it where, and again, don't get me wrong, I understand what I'm saying. It's probably really difficult to, to maybe program into it. But it'd just be interesting if the computer could see that, okay, the leader is way far ahead and actually there's action going on here. So let me follow this instead. Well, you just set yep. a rule up that says, you know, if the leader is a lap ahead of the every of the second place, look for the next. But he wasn't. Race That's the thing. The Toe Cutter didn't get in front of Ron and I, but he was. Oh no! A, no, he was a good distance in front of us. Yeah. You I know, guess you'd I mean? have to just figure it out with the track, right? Like, if the leader's thirty seconds could, ahead of the, <laughs> you could probably make it a variable. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. You could tell it, you know, how much time. You know, out front as the leader and then find something else, you know. Okay, if the leader's got a five-second lead over somebody, then, yeah, find something else. Yeah. Yeah. That that was all my only feedback because, again, it worked out. Yeah. So we were able to watch. I will, I watched the race, and when Ron and I near the end are were going pretty good, it, it kind of is focused on us, but it was like, oh, man, this could have been way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely room for more features to add to that stuff. It's... It literally all that stuff you've seen there was probably whipped out in maybe over a weekend or so, maybe a week. Um, you know, to, to be able to do the video switching stuff, um, and we're we're making a little improvements here and there. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't take the time to actually make it better because I could have I could have adjusted that so it would have it would have followed the leader a little bit better. Right. Because I went back and watched some of them. I was like, ah, the timing wasn't quite right. But it's yeah. Yeah, I I had so much going on that whole, for that whole event. I never took the time to look at it and adjust it. Well, and I, um, I remember you telling me actually about that that you had, had had it set up and you had to do some more fine tuning to it. Either way, it's incredible the work you guys are doing. So yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, it's actually not that hard to set up, and we offer that for um, you know Lifetime actually offers that for our customers. Um, you know, we can sell you the products, the stuff to do all that with, and, um, we can actually set it all up for you, uh, by just allowing us to remotely control your computer and, you know, we can set up the software. Um, you'll actually, you know, the customer would have to set up the hardware, set the cameras up and run the cables and stuff, but, um, it's not that bad. So both the cameras, just to confirm, were GoPros, right? Uh, actually one of them was a GoPro. It was, it's actually my GoPro. Um, the other one was a webcam, actually. Okay. Um, uh, and actually, we're going to get the other cameras. My GoPro is actually going to get replaced with another one of those webcams. Yeah. Okay. What kind of camera are you using? Um, it was a Microsoft Life Cam Studio, I believe, is what it was called. I've got these they're about. Two... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, they're about seventy bucks or so. 
online. I got these Logitech uh, 920 and 930. They're like a HD blah blah blah. They're a little more yeah. expensive than that, but they are awesome. Like the just <clears throat> unbelievable. You'd never think it was a webcam. Yeah, yeah. No, the ones we used were really nice too. the The biggest problem with webcams is they usually have a focus range not beyond ten feet. Mm-hmm. So we had one that we'd bought that was like thirty five bucks, and of course the video was just blurry because it didn't it didn't have focus beyond ten feet, and there wasn't adjustable. The one we're using. Uh, after a little research, said that it does have infinite focus, so it actually works out really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only downfall, minor downfall, was it doesn't have as wide a field of view as you can get with a GoPro, but it's way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, because the only problem with the GoPro, not only do you have the expense of a GoPro, but you also have to have to have a video capture device, yes. yeah. which is about another 150, 180 bucks for one of those. Did you find the cheaper Whereas, ones don't cut it on the capture cards? Because Matt's been looking at them. Well, I didn't look if the, the one that I looked at does it's like all the encoding and everything on the capture card mm. or not yet. So, because uh, the other um, thing is, yeah. is on the on the GoPro thing is there's those Tinergy or whatever it is that makes uh, the GoPro knockoff. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, they're significantly cheaper. They're like eighty bucks, ninety bucks American, and they do the 1080p, the wide angles. It, it fits in even the GoPro accessories. Yeah, we've actually experimented with um, one or two of those, and the problem, yeah, I think it was one of them, the problem we had with it was it always had some kind of icon on the screen. You couldn't shut it off. It didn't give you the option to turn it off. Oh, huh, that's uh, yeah, for the live the part. Go- so yeah. it probably didn't record it, mm-hmm. but when trying to broadcast live, it always had mm. that icon on the screen. That's silly. Yeah, and I remember reading about the so, GoPros. It tells you you got to go in and turn off the on-screen display, or it'll show you the, yep. the, the time and stuff on it. Yep. I remember these things. I hear you. Uh, you brought out uh, an old secret project you had in the uh, out of the closet there, Eric. Oh, man. oh yeah. I'm bummed you didn't get to come out and see it firsthand. I know. Uh, Pictures yeah, I, do I not put do the, that uh, justice. I put the front brakes back on my uh, stadium truck. And did you um, race it like that? Um, I was going to if nobody protested that I that ran it. Unfortunately, during practice. On Friday night, I let the magic smoke out of one of the brake servos. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have a replacement, so I just I just took it all out. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. just eliminated the possibility of anybody arguing with it anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish. Uh, yeah, that that's a bummer. That would have been so cool to see. Yeah. yeah and actually, pretty... go ahead. And actually, the uh, that layout was probably an advantage to have those brakes because we had a kind of a, a semi-long stretch where you're on the throttle and you're going hard into a corner that was probably, you know, 150-degree corner, you know, almost a full 180 degrees. Um, so you could come in there really hard, give it a lot of brakes to get the car slowed down. So mm-hmm. the front brakes were probably a little bit of an advantage there. So it's probably good that I took them out. <laughs> well. I know one thing that uh, Mark, uh, the boys all did a fantastic job on the layout. It was really smooth and fun. So, and hands down to you guys at Marco. So, yeah. Well, I, I thank you, and I'm sure the rest of the the guys that helped out did. We had a bunch of guys came out for that Wednesday and got the track set up and did an awesome job cleaning the place up because it, it really needed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet. It sure did. <laughs> 
you know what, though, it takes everybody, eh? And even the people that show up just to race, I mean, they're still a part of that day, right? So without them, really, what would you have, right? Yeah. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. Thanks to all of you. I was yeah. getting ready to pull the trigger to come down, and then the weather was so iffy, and it was just, it was one of those... Matt was telling me about how awful the weather was the whole way down. I was like, yeah, it's just Yeah, but just that was on Wednesday. It. What was it? Thursday was nice. Friday was nice. Saturday was nice. Sunday yeah. was nice. But you know if I would have took off, what would have happened, right? Snowmageddon! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, version 10. You, you can't disappoint your customers up there either. <laughs> no, uh, that's just it. And no, just, his dad yeah. would have been like, um, excuse me, I did not sign up <laughs> to do all this by myself. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what the expletive, 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 Mike. Yeah, exactly. Expletive. <laughs> What's an expletive? Uh, I don't need to de- refer back to the marker that I had to place earlier in the show. Oh. I can't even find out. Me. The one I looked at was an EVGA UV plus 39. So if you can find out, Mike, whether or not it does, it, I would think it does it on board. Because like it supports like six monitors or something silly. You can link together. Game capture device. Yeah. EVGA. It's an EVGA. What? UV plus. The one we use is a Elgato HD60. EVGA UV plus model. I've also used a Hop Hog. Oh, it's 120 bucks. No, it's not bad. It's only uh, 60 on Amazon. On Prime. Ooh, it features deep color. And it's got a stackable design with a magnetic surface. Holy. <laughs> this vi- the type of compression allows for signals to be transmitted with little to no lossless, no loss or quality or purity. Product manuals. Oh, see, he finds manuals. He's good like that. I just give it to the tech guy. Here, you finger gen, it out. Gen, I'm, I'm sure Eric knows all about it. Yeah. You guys <laughs> gave me more credit than I deserve. <laughs> hey, man, you come up with some friggin' really good stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> Is the interface on that card that you have a USB, Eric? Yeah, so you camera goes in via HDMI and then out of the capture card is USB. Yeah. Is it yep. is it is it kind of like oblong shaped, like rectangular almost, or is it more rounded? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's a rounded rectangle. Does it say HD sixty on it or just HD? Yeah, I think HD sixty. You said right. Uh, HD sixty. Yeah, Elgato HD sixty. Yeah, about one hundred fifty five bucks on Amazon or Prime. Yeah, hmm. yeah. There's usually a reason why the more expensive ones are more expensive. We haven't tried any of the cheap ones. I know we've used the Elgato's with great luck, and then uh, Hop Hog is another one. Yeah, Don't ask it, me to spell it. I might have one around here, actually. Oh, ho- the hodgepodge or whatever? That's what I call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Take it. Take any available use behind your desktop or notebook and turn it into an additional two video outputs. Two video outputs for the use with another display. See, I just this like has the inputs I, too. Well, the reason why I like this because Mike and I had this conversation because I've been doing a little bit more live streaming from here uh, in the basement or the compound as I call it, 
and I have a GoPro. I have a Hero 3 Plus. Like, it's it's a nice camera. And Mike's like, why don't you just buy a webcam? It's like, listen, a webcam, like a good webcam is going to cost me over 100 bucks anyway that does HD. And then that's all I'm limited to. It's just a webcam. Now, I know you're shaking your head over there, no, but I'm talking no. about Canadian-wise <laughs> here. But if I get something like a video <laughs> capture card, it has so many more versatile uses as opposed to just so, filming video of me doing stupid crap over on my table. So why do well, you can why, still use your GoPro. Well, that too, but you know what I mean? Like it's just it's one of those things where I'd rather buy something that has more uses than just doing one job. And to me another webcam is just going to do one job for me whereas so, the GoPro can Matt, what? That thing you sent me this UV39 is yeah. out only, not in. What do you mean? Really? That isn't a capture card. Well, then Amazon is wrong because I looked up capture card. And that's where yeah, it that, th- this, this allows you to add displays to your computer, not to capture. Really? And awesome. Eric, actually, he mentioned HodgePodge or however the heck you supposed to say it. Yeah. They probably make some of the best capture cards on the market. And I mean, as far as I know from my scope of the it world i don't know how you spell it even but it's really long <laughs> it has a couple of p's in it. <laughs> yeah yeah i'd probably end up just going with this the uh hd60 like eric's running because i know how well it works well and that uh, yeah it'll probably be what it is and See, I don't and know if you why can they find put one, this. Like, dude, it is right here. It is on the second page, and it's like the sixth or seventh item down. Mm-hmm. That's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Doesn't it suck when you almost buy something that you didn't yeah. realize what it was? You'd have been trying to plug your thing into it, and you would have been screaming because it wasn't working, and you probably would have had one what of those What are you talking moments. about? It, it's got a USB plug on it, and it's got an HDMI plug on it. Yeah, that's to plug a TV like into from your computer into the TV to see what's on your computer. Well, but I'm just telling you, like I, <laughs> why would yeah, I be yeah, screaming no, to plug th- things into it? Everything would plug into it. I'd be screaming as to why it wasn't working. <laughs> that's what I mean. I'd be like, what the? <laughs> oh, there it is, hodgepodge. <laughs> Two hundred forty-nine bucks, but it's got a PVR built into it. Jesus. That's an expensive one. Yeah, two hundred and forty-four bucks. Holy! Yeah, it actually will create streams like right to YouTube. Like you configure it, and then you don't need a PC. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the we have one of these at Marca, and it's one hundred and seventy-three on Amazon. I think the cheaper one also works too. For like 150 for the hot pogs. Yeah, because as soon as it as soon as you have to do encoding, the price goes up, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Microsoft Life Cams, yeah. You sent the link there. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. now did you have a network cable ran over to it? Is that how you like how did you set that one up? Yeah, so that one's we got um a converter basically converts USB to cat cable. Oh, okay. Um and then back from cat cable back to USB. Yep. 
Because you that, can't run USB that long. Yeah, yeah. USB after about 15 feet starts to take a dump. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to run an extender, which only gives you another 15 feet. So. Yeah. Oh, Tony <laughs> Even Bird's if it's watching right now. Yeah. Who's Tony Bird? Tony Bird. Tony Bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. word. <laughs> it says there's seven people watching, but it only says three. Yeah, I know. I can't yeah. see it, and I keep on clicking on it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It did some. Yeah, I only have two. Yeah, I don't know. It's slow. Whatever. It's okay, Facebook. It's okay. All right, so now I know. Don't buy the EVGA because it's a big piece of <laughs> duty. It will not do what you want. I'm sure it works good for, for what adding displays. Yeah. But uh, the interwebs will tell you other things. El Gato. So what's going on in that trailer, Eric? Is there anything exciting? Um... Here, let me just show you around a little bit. Give us a tour. <laughs> Here's where I'm sitting. Here's what I'm looking at. <laughs> so what are you doing there? I'm basically just monitoring, make sure that our stream is still live and everything. So um, Brandon's off at a meeting somewhere, and Bob's, I don't know, maybe out getting more photos. I'm not sure. He was working on photos when we started our conversation, but he's he's since left me to my misery. I was alone. <laughs> Yeah. I was all by myself. I'm still alone. <laughs> yeah. You should like just take the stream down for like a few minutes. <laughs> just, well, just they're to... actually on the last race, so I'm actually going to pull it down here in a little bit. Oh, well, <laughs> just, it'd be great just to do it right in the middle, just to cause mayhem. See everybody yeah. come run in the trailer, and then just be like, yeah. "Oh wait, wait, I'll fix it," and then just click it back on and be like, "I did it." Dude, yeah. dude Mike, <laughs> that was me. You know, it's funny you <laughs> say that. I think we were watching the Reedy race. And it was getting choppy or something like that. And, and Brandon was in the chat and everybody was complaining. Brandon goes, well, I can reset the router. Do you guys want me to reset the router? And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, go do it. And then he reset it. And it was, oh, man, it was hilarious. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time me and Matt were watching Live RC and things were going horrible. And <laughs> Matt had a modern day meltdown. Well, because, of course, <laughs> I got so tired of the commercials. I went and grabbed my credit card and I signed up to be one of the bonus lab members. And then it completely glitched out. I'm going, are we for real? I just spent $30 and it's not working. And, yeah, it was. <laughs> and then, of course, I went all the way upstairs. I had a Chromecast and I had casted it to my TV. I'm like, I send Mike a picture. I'm like, hey, look, I'm watching the Reedy race on my big screen. And then like 30 seconds later, crapped out and I'm calling him. I'm like, hey, is yours working? He goes, uh, yeah, it is. I'm like, well, mine isn't. It's frozen on the stupid TV. Oh, yeah, I was going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny because Brandon was in the chat and he's trying to like calm everybody down and Matt's just being Matt stirring the pot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Brandon remembers that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't know. We didn't know who anybody. That's the worst is. part. We just you know when you're trying to do a broadcast over cell cards, it's always like you never know. Yeah. You know, we just we got to get these tracks to have good internet for us. Well, and, and as everybody shows up, everybody's cell phones connect into the same tower, and it, it you know no one would say, oh, there's only seventy people. Yeah, seventy people yeah. on one cell tower. That's that's a lot of load. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's hey, Mike knows this all too well. I brought my, well, I shouldn't say my <laughs> wife brought my oldest daughter a few years ago to One Direction in downtown Toronto, um, and needless to say, of course, every Tom, Dick, and Harry had a cell phone. And of all places, it was at the Rogers Center, which in Canada, Rogers is like AT&T kind of deal. So, because at one time they were Rogers AT&T. Anyway, 
So it's at the Rogers Center. Of course, it's got the big Rogers logo on it. This is the home of Rogers, blah, 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 blah. Data did not work whatsoever because there's way too many phones. There's way too many people. And I'm going, great. And, and believe it or not, I got a Facebook post up that says, leave it to Rogers to screw up their own cellular network in the biggest place that they sponsor. Anyway, I'm a Rogers customer, by the way, if you haven't figured that out yet. So is Mike, I think, now, too. Except he's a yeah, small business yeah. customer, so he gets screwed even harder. Ooh. Just Google, you've been Rogered. Yeah. <laughs> You'll uh, appreciate the little emblem that there's comes. A, there's a meme that goes along with that. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. I remember when we found that meme. It was pretty funny. So, Matilda. What happened? What did you do this week? This week? Nothing? Yeah. No. I didn't do anything. Yes, you did. What are you talking about? Uh, I no longer own a dump truck or a boat. That exactly. Was, yeah, I don't. I got rid of my dump truck or short course track, as some people call them. Uh, <laughs> and I also got rid of my boat because I'm sick and tired of going swimming up to my neck when it's freezing cold in the water. Because <laughs> I'm a big dummy. So I got rid of the two of those and actually managed to score myself a T5M. One of the first runs of them. I know that. And you want to know why I know that? Because the ball cups are still tight as mmm. Like B5M original run, tight as mmm. But you remember the fix for that, right? Yeah, I pinched them all so they're all nice and loosey-goosey yeah. and, and good to That's go. All. But um, Yeah, so I finished getting it built. I know I said I was going to live stream it, and just it didn't happen. I didn't do one of my marathon sit-down build-a-kit situations. I actually built a bunch of it and then walked away and then come back and finished it. But here's the worst part. After you build a, a like, work on a B5M forever because I didn't build it, and then you build an SC5M, putting the third vehicle together that's in that series goes really, like, really easy. Like, I just opened bags and built it. Like, I didn't even, like, I looked at the, the, the thing and I went, oh, okay. And away I went, you know. So it was good. Nice. It was good. And then Rick... Um, speed roam, blah, 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 blah. speed run, speed foam roam. tires. What's going on in that world? Red rum, red rum. Um, slowly uh, gearing up for that. Uh, I finally started getting some boxes of foam uh, since the water jet was down for a while. And with my race being uh, coming up in that time, I just focused on making tires for my race. So for the speed run guys, I'll be ready probably middle of next week. So. A lot of uh, interest in that stuff, eh? I never knew it was as big as it was. Holy Holy man, you would have thought he, like, told everybody the world was going to end when he said, I have to hold off on baking speedrun foams. (laughs) Uh, I still get it up. I got about 12 boxes on the floor right here in the kitchen waiting for the foam. I got some in, but I still got... 12 boxes on the floor of customers that sent me wheels. So, didn't uh, my work cut up? Didn't the posted postal system or something lose some box ears or something too? Wasn't that weren't yeah. dealing with that? Yeah, that box sat in Metro Chicago for like seven days. So, how come? I don't know why it was doing it sitting there. The label was good, but that was basically all my, um, 10 scale foams for the carpet racing. So oh, okay. it all came in. So I was happy. I'm going to lose my I can't stop you, honey. It's midnight here. I'm going to lose my mind. Why? I'm going to yeah. lose my 
flipping mind. I swear to God, if another person goes in Team Associated Nation or one of those pages and asks when the next SC5M or T5M is going to come out, I am going to smash things. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, oh my God. How about that dude that asked for help on that associated RB6 on the B64 page? page? Yeah, and then proceeded to be and then a gigantic <laughs> D bag to everybody that tried to help. And eventually, I just I, I I had enough of it. I said, "So what do you want? Uh, like, you come here saying I have this problem. We give you suggestions, and then it's like none of us know what we're talking about. So why even post? Now, I will say this: me and him have. Made up, I guess, if you want to call it. But it's just the point of it. Like, if you're going to come to a page and ask for advice, and everybody's watching this live video sees how much I move around when we do these things. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but because I'm looking at myself in the thing. Anyway, for frick's sakes. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, dude, what do you want? It doesn't spin as free as your x-ray. Okay. So, like I told you in the post, sell it and get another x-ray. Problem solved. Right? Well, he wasn't comparing apples with apples, right? Well, and that's yeah. exactly it. He was comparing the associated to the x-ray. X-ray. If you had two associateds or two x-rays and one was doing it and one wasn't, then okay, I get it. But like, And then he even admitted later on that every time he tightens down the, the, the gear, like the, the diff cases, is when the friction comes. So it's like, okay, well, newsflash, there's your problem. Take it apart and figure it out, buddy. Like, you know, like, holy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You gonna be okay? I'm gonna be fine. So, uh, and just so everybody knows, the next SC5M is two weeks. Two weeks, guys. Two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks. Yeah, that's that's the going joke in all so those you... associated pages, apparently. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so you guys getting anxious for uh, the spring fling up there? Yeah, we are. Friggin' right, I am. I can't wait. I think I'll bring a small group up with me. I think Eric Johnson's gonna come up and. Love to. And uh, Jeff Stanford's coming up. Uh, maybe Tori Wenzel. Um, Holy Cole Tyler's coming up. So I was going to say, they'll let him out of the country, but never mind. He's not leaving the country. He's not leaving the country. He's allowed to leave states. He's okay to do <laughs> Stop it, Mike. Like, like, <laughs> poor guy just gets on Facebook. Now he's going to get rid of Facebook. <laughs> you know, he was sitting at my table when we went for dinner Friday night, and I said to Tori, I said, you know, when I got a friend request from you on Facebook, I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is Tori. This has got to be somebody playing a practical joke. I know. I got one. I got one first from, uh, from what's his her wife, Liza. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Well, you two, what you do not use yeah. this. I was like, this is this is wrong. Yeah. What What is going on here? <laughs> and, then, and then he showed up, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get your own account. Yeah, so <laughs> no, they, no, it was his own account. Yeah, they both got their own accounts. Just what? they both swore up and down when we were in Iowa. That they, that they would they never have Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, so, or something along We're calling you guys out. Yeah, yeah. Eric, oh. did you get that picture? Yeah, I got it. By, <laughs> I like it. By, by, by the way, if, if for whatever reason by next summer uh, my truck is uh, airbagged, and it's all Tori's fault. It is all <laughs> Tori's fault. I gotta make this bigger picture. Holy! I don't know. I I don't think I classify to be a Canadian citizen if I had to do that. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> no, that's only for the women. Oh, okay. Something tells me she's got to jump in that water afterwards too. Uh oh, my 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 computer just told me I have high CPU usage detected. <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with what you're doing on there. 
Yeah, my my GPU is at a hundred percent. Your GPU is going. <laughs> let it, you know what your GPU is like that chair when that really really large person sits in it. That if it could talk would be like off me. <laughs> hey, On Mike. the plus side, we've we've encoded. What have we encoded here? Ten thousand? No, a hundred and four thousand eight hundred and forty frames. We've dropped zero. And we've pushed 1.7 gig worth of data to Facebook. Oh, congratulations. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, uh yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Hang on. I got I'm useless information. Up. I know. Yeah. Um, so you guys get any new trucks lately? <sighs> or, you know, RCs? Not me. No, I need one, though. What do you need? I don't know. What's wrong with your Durango? What do you want? Wait, wait. Uh, the Durango's great. I just it's getting really hard to find parts for it now. <laughs> Stop breaking it. Yeah. Well, that's fortunately the thing's kind of fragile, so not breaking it's like kind of a hard thing to do. <laughs> Is it fragile? No, it it's fragile. In in the French sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a great handling carpet truck, though, man. You've had that thing so for a few it, years. Yeah, the herd, it would yeah. get been by. Top, top three all the time. Yeah. Yeah, the herd, it when you drive yeah. by. Yeah, had it about no, five years, and the setup pretty much hasn't really changed. There's minor, minor things here and there. Basically, rear droop. It's about the only thing I ever change on it, and ride height. Hey, Mike. What? I got a joke for you. Do you, oh know what, do you know what happens when, when a TLR drives by? <laughs> Goes, <What>? I'm gay. That's okay. I got, I got That's one. <laughs> That's okay. Every time, every time I uh, hear you com- complain about your hands hurting, oh, for sakes! No comment. Here's uh, here's here's your song. Ready? Okay. You can torture me with Donnie and Marie. <laughs> oh, this isn't the original. <laughs> it's the Weird Al version. <laughs> we can let it play. Oh, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> what was the one we were listening to that one day by him? Uh, was it the American or Canadian Idiot one? Well, there's that one. But there was another one that we, we really liked, too. Hold oh, on, let me look through so all the songs. He's got so many of them. That's here. the problem. I got to try and find... Where did I put it? I don't remember where the song is, but I know it's on my computer somewhere. There's the Grapefruit Diet. Grapefruit Diet. Diet! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. Wait, <laughs> I got one. This? Okay, turn yours off for a second. You can cl- <laughs> this one's totally Canadian. Let me just preface, I do like my American friends. We eat smarties, you eat M&M's. <laughs> and you think all our money looks 
ten. Yeah, we got Brian Adams. Hey, you got Bruce Springsteen. But we can drink in bars when we're just nineteen. You got Brad Pitt, but we got Keanu Reeves. Okay, that's all you get until the end of the show, because that's what I'm closing the show with. <laughs> yeah. That's like my favoriteest song at the moment. That's kind of country-ish. <laughs> it's good. Should I play your wife song? Oh, boy. <laughs> now we're going to play funny songs. Looking at me now. <laughs> hey, Mike, you're snowballing <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, probably. All right, let her rip. Hold on here. Then we'll get back on topic, I promise. It's bad out there, eh? It's terrible. Can you hear the wind? No, because I'm in the basement. I don't know. It was nuts. Like, when I said you couldn't even see... You couldn't see in front of you. You couldn't see behind you either. Okay, so if you've ever been with Matt when Holly calls him, <laughs> what am I looking Is at? Is that his ringtone? <laughs> is this one of those it's workout like videos? Floss. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> the guy is recording it and it goes TF she doing and she's to give you guys an idea what she's doing is she's straddling a <laughs> uh, bar like at the gym. <laughs> And yeah, so she's straddling it and sitting on it, one hand behind her, one in front of her, and she's got weight on it. And it looks like she's almost trying to do a squat, but she's only going about three or four inches. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird looking. Yeah, just a little. Oh well. Well, I don't know what else to talk about, Matt. Well, what we need to talk about is the fact that upcoming this coming weekend is going to be. KR, the EUPRC's uh, second last race of the year. It is going to be at the casino in St. Ignace. Um, so it'll be similar to um, the Spring Fling setup as far as size wise. I know uh, Casey was saying it won't be as big, apparently, but expect to be it to be bigger than usual. Um, and yeah, stay tuned because Mike and I are both going to have, well, you got something going on. I almost spoiled it. I have nothing. What did you do today? Nothing. You still have my RX-8 Gen 2 case in your box. Yes, yes I do. Are you going to go put it in your mailbox? No. Why not? <coughs> you're gonna have make you me, looked outside? You're going to make me knock on your door? No, I'm going to bed the second this is done. you got to do something. I need to pick that up. Because you're going to be snowblowing all day. No, because you're going to be snowblowing all day tomorrow. No, I'll put it in the mailbox on the way out the door. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I know how that works. Uh, Eric, you look tired. Yeah, probably. He's suffering from jet lag. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't feel bad for Eric because Eric is getting to do what any one of us would love to be doing right now, which is he gets to go to all these races and literally get paid to go to RC stuff. 
Yeah, but I don't think he's just sitting there enjoying the race. Well, no. he's Of course he's got stuff he's got to do, but hey, that comes with the territory. I'd be okay with that if I was getting paid to go work at an RC race, but also be able to be there. I get it. You can't race. I understand it. Totally yeah. understand it. But still, nonetheless, he's been to really cool places because yep. of that. So Yeah. Yes, he has. I know we've heard yeah, some of the stories that are not podcast yeah. friendly. Yeah. yeah, going to some of these places. I I don't know. I I kind of enjoy traveling, um, so it's okay in that respect. But yeah, the problem with this is they're long days. Yeah, I mean uh, I don't think we have days that are less than ten hours. Their um, nitro challenge is probably the worst. I that's I kind of hate that one in one, just because. Uh, I don't think we work less than 14-hour days at that event. So, Do you get to, like, party but, with everybody, though? Um, usually I don't have time. <laughs> uh, that's the problem. It's usually when we're done here, we go grab <laughs> something to eat sometimes or just go back to the hotel and you get a shower in you go to bed. Because the next thing you know, you got to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning again. At least by the time we get done. To be back at the track. Hey, you know, are, by the time you... you actually get to bed, it's like midnight. Are you telling people that they're not allowed to broadcast this time? Oh, oh yeah, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> we always have the rights. We always have the rights for that, as far as I understand. I don't I don't deal with that the dealings going on. Yeah, um, setting this stuff up, but I'm pretty sure that you know Liversy always has the broadcast rights. Um, Brandon's not back yet. No, he is. Uh, um, he was going to be out for the rest of the night. We've got the keys for the truck, so he's going to get a ride back to the hotel. Yeah, oh. he, he did a really good job at explaining it um, with with Tim and I. And, um, of course, I had pursued a, a, a statement from Live RC after this whole thing hit the fan, and, and Tim had put a post up that looked like he was siding more with the particular person involved with um, live streaming, um, and I didn't agree with that. I did not agree with Tim, and I told Tim right out of the box, dude, we are not going to agree on this situation. I have a completely different perspective as to why he might not have been asked to, and I believe that they were right in asking him not to. And, then, and of course, as more of the information, because, you know, God forbid the guy who got asked to actually give out all the information, uh, as more of the information became very clear, Tim's uh, opinion on the situation shifted more towards what I believe in. And, and the reality is, is this, if every Tom, Dick and Harry can go up on the driver's stand and live feed from their cell phone, live RC will stop, stop existing. People like Eric won't have the job that he has to do what he does and bring us the stuff that we enjoy at home because you're just gonna be able to go on Facebook and watch it on somebody's wall. Um, I also believe that that particular individual, you know, we're talking about four, he had like 4,000 views of one of his videos. Like, and I get they count views, like Facebook does it a little differently, but still, 4,000 views. And Mike and I, you know, you know, we got a pretty decent fan base. No, we don't have, you know, 4,000 people that like our page. But let's be honest here. These are people that are, on the, that are on the guy's regular Facebook page. So, yes, it's getting shared here, there, and that. But 4,000 views on one of these videos, that's a lot of views. I don't care what you say. We have under 1,000 on some of our more funny ones. So, let's be honest here. You know what I mean? So I, I, I see where it was coming from. But yeah, Brandon did a really good job at explaining it and, and getting into it. And Mike, of course, you weren't there at um, <laughs> at Marka 
when I believe it was the four-wheel drive A-Main or something like that was happening, or maybe it was the two-wheel drive, and I was being, you know, uh, a smart ass, and I'm like, can I live feed this, Eric? And, of course, Eric started laughing hysterically. And yeah. <laughs> the, the title on that video was, should I even be doing this? And, yeah, anyway. Sorry. Just had to poke fun at it because... Sorry. Yep. Live well, she didn't have the rights to that one, so you're all good. <laughs> Yeah, it's tricky, eh? Like, I mean, and yeah, I mean, a lot of work goes into putting the production on, you know, and and like you just said, right? Long hours and you're traveling and, you know, um, the living conditions, you know, living out of a hotel is really not as fun as most people would think. Right. You know, you're not in Las Vegas, which even when you are in Las Vegas, it's not like you're enjoying Las Vegas. Yeah, it's true. And it's really expensive to begin with and I'm... I'm I'm a cheapskate, so. <laughs> You're cheap, or Brandon ain't paying you that well. Yeah, I'm cheap. <laughs> you you got to remember, he uh, very much teases. so enjoys probably the life that he has. <laughs> but to do that, you have yeah. to be frugal sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Definitely got to do a little bit of that. But uh, it. Uh, I know. Uh, we're all done here, actually, for the day. And, um, so we're probably actually going to head out of here pretty quick. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, Eric. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Apparently you have to refresh yep. the chat to get everything. Yeah, I've had to close it and open uh, it a few times. Yeah, well, but... I wish I would have realized that. <laughs> now I know. We will learn how to do this better, but we have kind of figured it out. And, uh, yeah, I just, of course, want to say thank you very much for Eric joining us. And, of course, Rick, you know you're pretty much welcome on the show anytime. And thank you for everything you do for the RC hobby and for the MBM podcast. I appreciate it more than the words can ever describe. I certainly appreciate you. It's a great pleasure to have you guys uh, call you as friends and racers. Um, It's a great time. Big shout out to Eric Jensen. He's a truly a good friend so be careful yeah. rick if you're friends right with me you, you, yeah. you, you might not be liked by some people if you're friends with me because i'm i'm told i'm a ruiner of rc so just be careful yeah. sorry <laughs> he likes he likes tossing, he likes tossing out those. i had to turn the screwdriver Oops, just a little more <laughs> no i just want to thank you guys and yeah it's it's great uh, great to meet you guys and you know to be friends with all you guys and uh, huge thanks to, to Rick for all he does uh, making our tires and just being a, a great guy and you know also one of the guys that comes in and helps uh, helps out with our club so yeah yeah it doesn't I'll matter say- how bad of a day you have with your RC car you always leave uh, <clears throat> with a smile on your face and yeah there's always another day to go back and try it again. You know, so. I told my wife I, I wanna, after we oh. left. Hang on. I'll let you say it, Mike. Hang on. I told my wife after we left, Marka, it just feels like home. Like, I know I live eight hours away, but when I'm there, it just, I feel like I'm part of that group. Like, I'm not like, you get what I mean? So anybody that hasn't been there, that if you're in the Madison area, you need to look up Marka. You need to get a vehicle that runs on carpet and go check it out. Uh, I don't know anything about the on-road guys, but the off-road guys are really cool, so that leads me to believe that the on-road guys <laughs> are cool, too. And, you know, what's funny is they have a loop mic, uh, the on-road guys, yeah. that are on top, like it's on top of, like, uh, 
like PVC piping because yep. they don't want the bump in the carpet. And I said to him, I said, of course, I said to Eric, he goes, well, they don't want the bump in the carpet. I'm like, yeah, well, I would be the guy complaining about the bump in the carpet. So I think that idea is awesome. So anyway, uh-huh. yeah, I had to <laughs> What were you I'm, saying? I'm sitting here and we're all saying thank you to each other, like, you know, a bunch of uh, Boy Scouts here. And I'm looking at the monitor and I, I, it brings me back. And I'm going to tell this story quickly. And we've heard it and maybe other people, but I don't care. And doing this right now brings me back to that first spring <laughs> fling when me and Matt showed up and Rick and Eric and Tim McNamara came from, uh, from their uh, homeland in Wisconsin. And I remember me and Matt walked in and we we were, you know, doing the, oh my God, oh my God, that's that's Eric from that place. And this is Rick from there. And well, we don't know who that other guy is, but he must be cool because he's with them. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, little did we know that Rick and Eric were saying the same thing to each other. They're like, that's that Matt and Mike guy from that podcast. And, you know, it was just, it's one of those surreal moments that, you know, we're sitting, the four of us, even though we're all in different locations, I'm at home, Matt's at home, Rick's at home and. Well, Eric's at his second home, which is that yeah. live RC trailer, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it, it is, it, it truly is amazing that our, our hobby has brought, you know, four people from, you know, I mean, like Matt said, eight hours away and, uh, it, it really but truly shows what this hobby can do. You mm-hmm. know, it's not just about the cars, it's about the people you meet and the friends you make. And, you know, I think that's something that, uh. This hobby's losing a little bit. You know, everybody's so desperate to win and be the popular person. Who cares about that? You know, <laughs> let's just have freaking fun and eat some pizza and make some jokes about man glaze and, you know. <laughs> I knew that was coming sooner or later. <laughs> oh, yeah. On donuts. Man donuts and pizza. Donuts. Yeah. I know somebody asked me what's it feel like to walk into a facility with uh, everybody on your tires, and I said it's truly amazing. I'm totally blessed making such a product that everybody likes. Um, it's crazy, man. It's it blows my mind. It's surreal. It really is. And, and when everybody knows who you are, but you have no freaking idea who they are. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know I had I'm, a couple of those moments at the race where, where I was talking to um, a Tyler, I can't think of his last name. It begins with an A. Spike was calling him the Amish uh, Ninja Ashleman. Warrior. Yeah, that's it. Ashleman. <laughs> and and he goes, he goes, man. He's like, it took me a minute to figure out who you were. He's like, you come in, and I really didn't put it together. He's like, but then I seen you like getting out of your truck and the big MBM sticker in the back. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's typical me being a big D-bag with the big MBM sticker in the back. Cause, <laughs> you know, I have to advertise it everywhere I go. But, yeah, it was it was really cool. I met a few people like that, and a couple people said, you know, it's nice to finally meet you. And, you know, me being the big dummy that I am, forgot to ask them who they were. So it's always awesome to meet people. Uh, from other areas that listen to the show and are fans, and and the fact that I even just said the word, the four-letter word called fans, and even implying that we have fans is, my mind is ready to just go and explode. And yeah, yeah it's it's <laughs> well, and it's tough, right? Because we 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 travel from a distance, and so everybody travels. But I mean, typically we're some of the the furthest travelers because of where we live unless trevor shows you know, up because he's it, always got a top well, yeah. of the traveling night but it's a long day you know you, you <laughs> travel for eight nine ten hours you, yeah. you're at a race it's stressful because you know you're trying to get your stuff to work and we're just not used to the level of competition that we experience when we leave our home area of 
within four hours of normal I don't, racing. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I want to say it was Rick's son who said it to me, and I'm pretty sure he said it along the lines of like, anybody who tries to lowball you on buying a car from you is completely insane. Considering your cars have like the least amount of runtime out of anybody's. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Well, you're right, but I don't know how to take that. Like, is that a good thing? Like, what the man? You're, you you guys race RC cars without racing them. Yeah, exactly. Like we. That's impressive, dude. Think about it. I'm gonna be able to sell like when I if that were the case, I should be able to sell my B5M for like 200 bucks as a roller because like the thing's got like a week of race time on it, really. When you think about it, like <laughs> no thing. Yeah. Sorry, it's maybe a cro- approaching two weeks of race time on it now. You know where these guys get oh, that stuff in, in in a in no time. Oh. But I love going it's there because you get to learn lots. Um, just so everybody knows, and I said it as a joke earlier when we weren't recording. Rick does not kid when he says a dusty floor works for your camber. Just turn your car on, roll it on the floor, and adjust the camber so that way half of the inside is covered in dust, and you will be amazed at how well your car drives. It is ridiculous. Why are you giving away all the secrets, bro? But it's not. He said it before on the podcast. It's just I was no, too I know. dumb to listen. Teasing. I tried it at Marco. It, it actually great. works, and your tires were pretty flat. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was impressed. Anyways, so oh, you can look at my box. There ain't even a camber gauge in there. I kind of just eyeball it and dusty floor and call it good. Because yeah, I asked him, I'm like, "Hey, Rick, you got a camber gauge?" He's like, "Just roll it on the floor." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I can see him coming with like he he goes to the the store, buys a box of chalk, grinds it all up into like powder, goes to a race, just throws it on the floor. Everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, that's how I check my camber. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay, Eric, we'll let you go here, and uh, thanks again. Thank you very much. Take care, Eric. Yeah, take care. Take her easy. Well, he had to with, go. They're kicking him out of the trailer. That's fine. With that being said, we might as well wrap up the show again. Thank you to everybody that came out to the Gomanan Racing Skins Challenge at Marca. Uh, Rick appreciates it. I appreciate it. We had a good time. I appreciate it, uh, even Mike, though I wasn't there. Yeah, Mike Mike wished, wished he was there. Um, I cannot wait to go back down that way again. I can't wait to go to one of the next races, whether it be at the Hardwoods um, or that. Um, definitely going to try Casey, and make Traverse both. City. Yeah, well, we'll be there. We'll definitely be there, but um, I can't wait for it. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, in closing, do you have anything, Mike? Um, take care. Brush your hair. Okay. Rick? Um, I want to thank you guys for uh, co-hosting the race with us, uh, with me. So uh, maybe we can do it again at the Hardwoods or another track or maybe Casey's next spring playing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you for allowing us to do that with you yeah for sure we'll figure something and yeah we'll make it work and of course i just want to you guys have a great night oh yeah for sure i just want to thank you second and of course thank rick gominana racing skins thank thomas over to mks heath over at cow, cow rc and josh over at max amps you guys have supported me supported mike um, giving us great products at one time or another to use. So thank you very much for that, and thank you for listening. Make sure you go over and like the Gone Banana Racing Skins page. Make sure you like MBM Podcast Everything RC. And with that being said, I am going to get my mouse ready, and we are going to say 
Good night. Thanks for listening. Bye now. Say bye. 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 <laughs>